All right, everyone, welcome to Win in Rome, all my legionnaires. How are you doing? Uh, my Roman legion. I'm going to make that work. You guys are going to make it work for me, right? Okay, good. This is episode three. I can't believe we're here. Um, it's, you know, I keep, I just want to keep talking about how great an experience it is. I don't know when I'm going to stop counting the episodes. Once when I was like starting my workout journey every week, I was like posting like, this is week three, week three. And as one, but was like, hmm, so when are you going to stop counting? And I was like your mom. Okay. Because it was shady and I felt it. And he was, he was kind of right. I stopped counting it like week 44. I promise that I will stop counting before then. So let's get to it before we do anything. What are we going to do? Our mood enhancer break. So I hope that you have your substance. Get your substance. Let's get ready to do it. One, two, three. <sighs> yes. <clears throat> I'm sorry. That was, ooh, I'm sick, guys. <laughs> I'm sick. Um, so now that we've done our mood enhancer, let's get right into it. Um, let's see what happened to me over the past, I don't know, a couple weeks. I went to the Lion King, a Lion King benefit. I don't know if you guys know, but Lion King is, is um, you know, the Lion King, the Broadway show or whatever, is in San Francisco. I don't know how long it's going to be here, but it's fucking amazing. I went to a benefit um, at this, like, Club Fugazi, which is cool. It's, like, this club where it's kind of made for shows like that. I had never been there. Fucking amazing. Anyway, the benefit was great. I got to see some and listen to and hear some beautiful black people, right? Like, singing these amazing Lion King songs, um, these glistening bodies. And can I tell you that there is nothing... <laughs> more beautiful than a dancer body. Like Alvin, Ailey, Jesus, right? Them thighs. Anyone who's had sex with a dancer knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, it was good. I loved the show. I loved the benefit. It was amazing being up close and personal. Anyone who lives in San Francisco knows there are not enough black people here, and there's definitely not enough black people in the world doing enough things on TV and Broadway. So it was really nice to see them. It was really nice to be close to them, them to see me. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm definitely going to see the Lion King show, maybe sometime in the new year, and I'll definitely be giving you motherfuckers a review. Uh, found out, here's some sad news. I found out a friend from high school died. And the weird thing about this is that, except for my mom, no one really close to me has died. I've been really lucky with that. So this is the first, like, first, like, death news where I, like, cried. You know what I mean? Because it was, like, the first person I had grown up with this person. You know what I mean? I went to high school. She's one of the few people from high school I still talk to. You know what I mean? Occasionally, I still, like, look at her or, you know what I mean, her profiles and stuff like that. So it was definitely, like, really, it was, like, it felt weird to, like, actually feel that feeling because I feel like I've been a little removed when I my people have told me that their friends have died and blah 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 and I've seen others cry so it's always weird when it hits you so death is crazy and I think as I'm getting older because I'm like 40 now obviously it's going to happen more and more right like the chances of your people that you know passing for various reasons health accidents grows greater right the proportion the, the, the statistics right the longer the older you go so, um, I just wanted to send some positive energy out. If any of you guys have had someone who's passed or heard about that, you know what I'm feeling. So, let's all just send some positive energy. Focus on life. Um, it's Christmas season. So, I hate Christmas. <laughs> Can you hear how much I hate Christmas in my voice? Um, I have a really small family, um, even smaller now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and I've always hated Christmas. I mean, like, I got a lot of great gifts for Christmas, you know, Game Boys and Playstations and Xboxes and 
Maybe not Xbox. Maybe it was too, too, too old. Too old. But you know what I mean, bitch. Like a Genesis. Your mama's old. Um, but I got all these great gifts. But it was just like really, I don't know, when I grew up, you know what I mean? Because it was just like me and my mom. Um, it was weird. Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? Like you always see like big family things on TV. Never really small family things. So, and plus I get seasonal depression. I think I talked about this. Like I'm a Santa Barbara boy. So warm, comfy beach weather. <laughs> Gets my dick hard, um, and I hate I hate cold weather. I hate the seasons. I hate winter, and I just want everyone to know that it's okay. You know what I mean? If you get seasonal depression, if you hate the Christmas season, the beauty of time is that it marches on, and New Year is coming up, and then it'll be spring, and then we'll all be able to party like it's 1999. Uh, so that is kind of what happened to me, right? Like um, when you guys hear this, it'll be I think right after Christmas. Um, so I'm sure you will have not gotten gifts if you don't deserve any, um, or gotten some if you do, or, <laughs> you know, whatever. We're going to take a little break. Actually, we're not taking a break. That was just all I got to say. Oh, no, we're actually taking a break. <laughs> and we are back. I'm sorry, my editor, he likes to conduct, and I didn't see the conduct. I thought it was a G-twitch. Um <laughs> Um, so let's get right to it. World news, world topics, <laughs> world facts. Okay, so um, I just read that Russia's highest court has designated LGBT activists as extremists. Um, and since they've done that, um, basically what that means is like they're saying that to be, if you are an extremist, if you're an LGBT activist, if you're basically gay, if you're going to like bars and stuff, you could be fined um, and put in jail because you're considered an extremist, right? Like that's like saying that they're essentially a terrorist. Um, and so since they've done that, or they passed this law, they've, or the highest court did, they've been like raiding various like bars, gay bars um, in Russia and like, you know, harassing, giving tickets and shit like that. And I just thought, definitely I wanted to bring this shit up. Like, I can't believe, I mean, I know I can believe, but you know, like you can't possibly believe that there are still countries where they're raiding clubs. You know what I mean? If you're gay, like very stonewall shit. But I mean, this is Russia. So I mean, like, you know, it's not like America where, I mean, obviously the shit that happened to Stonewall was horrible, but it's not like you're going to be put in Leningrad or whatever, like you will in Russia. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't even know what the names of the fucking Russian prisons are, but you know, I'm sure they're not great. They're not, you know, raindrops and spring drops. Um, so yeah, this was just a really sad one. Um, especially because I feel like with things like this, like what can you do, right? Like where do you, who do you talk to? You know what I mean? Like who do you, how do you protest, right? Whenever I read about other countries and you know what I mean? Like LGBT and queer <clears throat> people getting harassed and killed and shit like that, the Middle East, et cetera. Um, it definitely feels very, you feel impotent. You feel like you can't do anything. Um, but it also makes you feel so much more grateful. It makes me feel grateful for the freedom that we have. Like, I walk around in dresses. I'm like, I realized <laughs> I was a cross-dresser. Oh, my God. Feels, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Because if anyone who sees me knows that I walk around in skirts and dresses, like I'm a boy in a dress, not trans or anything. Um, but even though I did transition to bralettes, ooh, <laughs> but like, so just to be able to like do that, be able to walk around like that, you know, as an honor and be free, right? And just to be able to be gay and like go and do all the crazy shit that we do. So I definitely wanted to bring this up. Um, 
because I just wanted people to just be aware of what's happening sometimes. Um, like currently, I read there are 64 countries where being gay is illegal. That's like a large land. That's like, you know what I mean? China, I don't think it's illegal, quote unquote, but it's not legal. I mean, some of the biggest countries in the world, you can't be gay. You know what I mean? So like a lot of some of the smaller countries in the world, you can be gay. So I mean, if you think about just the real estate of Earth and the real estate that people populate, a greater proportion of the real estate on Earth you cannot be gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like a really crazy thought, right? Like, I don't know what that percentage is, but it needs to not be, I mean, we need to be at 100%, right? Where you can be gay and queer and trans, whatever the fuck you want to be. So fuck Russia and fuck the highest court of Russia. Do you know what I mean? And hopefully Russians can come here. I know that Russia is kind of isolated, but if you gay and you Russian, bitch, let's get you to America, honey, so you can suck tick like the rest of us, <laughs> right? And that's that's Russia news today, bitch. That was good too. I actually didn't know that was happening. So what you heard there was my friend Tyler. Um, he's part of my listening party. Um, he's white and a twink. I don't know if he's a twink anymore. He's a twank. He's thirty-one or something like that. A twank, thirty-one. Twunk is when you gain a little bit of weight. Twunk is yeah. He just got a twank. He's got a big hole. But twank, twunk is when you gain the weight. You know what I mean? Out of being a twink. A twank is when you haven't gained the weight, but you've aged out of that. Bracket. You know what I mean? You're at, you're at, you're at, your age bracket and your tax bracket is no longer twink, baby. Okay. <laughs> so now that I'm not being interrupted by that thrilling conversation from Tyler, let's move on to um, the second topic which is redrawing congressional maps. The reason I brought this up, if I read one more fucking article about, like, a judge in some fucking court having to send back the maps that are the congressional, like, people are, are, are creating. So basically, in every state, the, the party in, in power gets to create the congressional maps or whatever, and that's where, you know, where the jurisdictions and the districts are all figured out. And of course, every fucking time, it's generally the Republicans, but sometimes the Democrats, they try to re redesign these things so that they can group people, so that they can disenfranchise or in, empower one group of voters over another. And I feel like the reason I bring it up, the reason that the noise is because it's every fucking cycle. It's like, and it just feels to me very un-American to be able to do this. And I don't understand. I know there's a lot of things that are un-American that people do, but this is one of those things that I just like, every fucking year or every, I read another article about it, the court will put pass it back and then they'll be like, this may affect the, con the, the congressional elections and who, and there's only one, you know, the, the, we're one seat away from being a Democrat or Republican. But it's like, why, sh why should you be allowed to create a map that a judge then decides and says is punitive against a certain group of people and there not be anything else wrong with that. Like, that seems so, so un-American that you should be penalized beyond just sending the map back to the people to redraw it. Why are you not fined? Why are you not kicked out of your job? I just feel like if you... It's like, I don't know, it's being, it's, it should be a crime to be... To, for it to be, it should be a crime to draw maps knowingly trying to disenfranchise people, and the Republicans do it all the time, and all they get is just do it again, and then they do it again, and then the, the judge sends it back. But I mean, I just one of those, it just, it's just one of those un-American things like that people that seems to just happen all the time. That I just feel like if we were really about our American values, it would be outlawed. It would be much more punitive. Do you know what I mean? It's just. The essentially you're saying that you're trying to disenfranchise voters, which I know the Republicans do all the time. I get it. But that once that's proven that you're trying to go against our democratic values, that should be 
I was like, like treason's a big word, but that should be like treason light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're literally doing something that's aggressive democratic values, and then you get yet to be able to stay in office as a congressman, as whether state or whatever. It's just crazy. So I just I, I wanted to add this one because it comes up all the fucking time. It seems to have a major effect. We know it has a major effect on who gets voted, who can who can where where the votes go, and it just seems like this is a fight at the bedrock of our democracy that we shouldn't have to fight every fucking time because it should be illegal and it should be stamped out like like anything else like like anything else that we we, we consider treason right like giving state secrets or something like that. That's my fucking two cents. Um, but I will say that, like, you should always be aware of these things in your state, figure out what and, you know, how your congressional maps are being, you know, um, drawn, because that definitely and, and vote for the people that are drawing it in the favor, you know what I mean, in the right way, because that definitely has a huge impact on <coughs> on how voting counted, who gets to vote, how groups of people get calculated and condensed. Um, and then if it's not equal um, and it's done in favor of another group, that can definitely disenfranchise um, groups of people and that does basically doesn't allow their votes to be counted as accurately and or to have the effect that it should in the populace as a total percentage of how votes are calculated, right? So that's that. Just go out and always know about what you're voting for, who you're voting for, and how your votes are being tabulated. And always vote, bitch. Okay? <laughs> and now we're going to go to a break. And then we'll come back and talk about some local news. Hey, my Roman Legion. Welcome back from break. Um, I like to say with these, if I have advertisements, you'll probably have listened to about, you know, 30 to 30 seconds to two minutes of, of ads. If not, you blinked. <laughs> and I'll be back, right? So now let's get on to way, uh, local news. Um, I chose Waymo and kind of cruise cars um, as a topic this, this time because um, it's kind of been coming up a lot, right? Obviously, if you live in San Francisco, you've seen the Waymo, you've seen the cruise cars, you've heard the news. Um, right now, cruise has been taken off the roads because they had this accident, like the last accident. This woman, girl, so she, <laughs> so I'm, I don't mean to laugh at this woman, but... So the woman was walking in the street and she got hit by a car that was not. So apparently she was not supposed to be walking in the street, right? Like she didn't have to ride away. It was like, you know, light was not. It was red for her. She's walking in the street. She gets hit by a car. That's not the cruise car. And then gets knocked into the path of a cruise car, gets run over by the cruise car. The cruise car then stops. And then I guess it was like, oh, shit. And then it's it's pulled to the side. And the woman like was dragged under the car. Right. So like. I mean, and then, like, after that, Cruz got pulled off. I mean, obviously, there were some other incidents that happened that led to it. But I'll just, let's just start with this. Now, I understand that this woman was traumatized and this woman got dragged. But I feel like the cruise car did what it was supposed to do in the sense that, like, it, it, it saw an obstruction. In this case, this woman flying across the windshield. And then it stopped. And then it said, okay, let me get out of, get out of the street because I need to get out. You know what I mean? So, I like... I feel like, yeah, like the cruise car didn't recognize that there was a customer or a person under it. But I mean, I don't know if cars are supposed to like, was that a situation that we expected the cruise car people to like (laughs) figure out and be able to put like a camera under there in case people were run run over? Like, I'm not saying the woman wasn't traumatized, but I'm saying the car kind of did what it was supposed to when this bitch flew in front of it. Like, and so I feel like I don't know if I would have blamed the cruise car. I feel like with Cruise and Waymo, 
we challenge and we expect them to be almost perfect when we're trying to do things like like cars. And I understand like nobody wants to die, nobody wants to whatever, but more people die in this fucking country by because of human error on cars than anything else, right? It's like one of the second or third leading causes of death. And I see more crazy fucking activity from people driving, uh, humans driving, than I've ever seen from these cruise cars or the Waymo cars, right? So I feel like... I don't know if I would say I will allow them leeway in killing people, but I can't, like, I feel like these cars are already, they've been driving for millions of miles and no one's ever died. Um, and they are, they already have better safety records than human beings. You know what I mean? And I've been in Waymo cars and they follow the traffic. They follow the laws. It's the people around them who are crazy because they don't like that the cars are following the natural traffic laws. I mean, who likes to go behind a car that's literally going 25 miles an hour? Like, girl, like if you don't get your old, I don't mean to say old, because we know old people could drive, right? <laughs> Pause for laughter here. Um, uh, so I just I wanted to bring this up just because I think Waymo is a good thing. I think cruise car is a good thing. Um, I do think that like the chances of us being in a future where every car out there is driven, you know, by not by a human, is so far away as to be like not really an issue. But I do think the wave of the future is going to be like taxi or like 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 shuttles buses like things like that maybe trains like you know what i mean like we're, like i think trucks are already driving on the fucking roads all the time with no people um so i just feel like that is where the roadway of the future is and i'm glad we need to get there because if we could get you know what i mean like anytime we get someone that's not a human being not behind the wheel i feel like we're safer than when we have a human being between reading being tired i don't know how many times i've been in an uber and an Uber driver's been like, whoa, you my last ride. I've been going for 13 hours. I'm looking like, bitch, you know 13 hours straight is, oh, yeah, I took a 20-minute break. Okay, girl, your mama took a 20-minute break. Okay, 13 hours, like, straight, you should not be driving. And, you know, damn well, you're lying to me. you probably been driving 18 hours. you probably switched between the Uber and the Lyft app, and you've been doing 13 hours and 13 hours. And now I feel weird because I feel like being, like, if you are, if you don't sleep when you drive, it's almost the same as drink, drinking and driving. Do you know what I mean? So, like... Just every day, the issues that I see, I'm I'm here for the Waymo. I drive. I'm in the Waymo. I know that most. I read an article that um, most people when they get in Waymos, if they want to do something, they have sex. Of course, I'm sure they're all gay girl. You know, the gay boys like to have fuck anywhere. I'm sure the drug uses in the Waymo is fun. You know what I mean? I've never done that, <laughs> um, but I thought about it. So yeah, that's why that's why I'm at on the Waymo cruise. I mean, it sucks that cruise got pulled off. I like that Waymo's on there. I think the wave of the future is getting humans out of driving. I think that like we could figure out something else for drivers to do because I feel like if we fix driving, the amount of people who would live and survive would be so much more, even if we just do routes, like like routes that are pretty you know straightforward, bus routes, and we have more of them and yada, yada, yada. So that's my two cents on Waymo and Cruz. Last and the last thing we're going to talk about on this show, I've really enjoyed this time. I hope you guys have found it informative and funny. Um, so our pop culture news is going to be Drag Race. Drag Race announces their season 16 calf. The show premieres um, 1-5, so definitely you guys will hear this before the show. Um, I want to talk about Drag Race because it's just got such an indelible, you know what I mean, makes it such an indelible impression on pop culture. Um, one of the things they're talking is they're bringing the show back to 90 minutes versus 60 minutes. I'm not a huge Drag Race fan, but I was definitely more of a fan enough to know that, girl, first of all, <laughs> Drag Race editors are not that good. So they're trying to get them to cut down to 60 minutes, bitch. It was like watching like a B movie at a university. Like they are not good enough to barely, they're barely good enough to cut 90 minutes, okay? 
they just cutting shit. It didn't make no damn sense. You know what I mean? Like, trying to cut Snatch Game in 60 minutes, bitch, please. So now let's get back to the 90 minutes. I mean, that, that allows the editors to do half a good job because, good God, they couldn't. There are, of course, no San Francisco Queens. Like, I feel like, what was there, two seasons? They got Candy Muse. That bitch got a daughter on the show. How did that bitch get a, God, get a drag daughter and the daughter get good enough to get on the show before they put another SF Queen on the fucking show? Do you know what I mean? What was it, been like three, two years for Camden? Come on, Camden. But, like, damn, bitch, how quickly is Candy Muse popping them bitches out? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? And of course, all the queens, half the queens are daughters of somebody, which is annoying. Does anyone else wonder where, like, Drag Race is going? I feel like Drag Race is a pageant. It's no longer like a contest like that. Um, I feel like you have to be fucking a Simone. You have to be like bronze gymnast gold to even get on Drag Race. You got to have $4 million. You got to have, you know what I mean? I feel like drag, I want to get back to Drag Race when the bitches couldn't do makeup. You know what I mean? When they didn't know how to do makeup for the TV. You know what I mean? When they look like, you know, the drag queens that you would see um, at um, <laughs> Big Top Sundays. No, those drag queens are really good. Um, but I mean, you know, just really good drag queens without all the extra money. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more raw. Because I just feel like drag race is a pageant now. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, you're just seeing really good drag queens already and drag queens that have been molded for the show, not drag queens that have been plucked and then given a spotlight. I mean, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously there's still some great stars coming out and I get it. Um, but I just want, I want to see like some new drag shows like that get to the real like drag. Like what is it like to do drag and date? You know what I mean? Most of the drag queens I know struggle to date, especially once you get in the scene. What is it like to be a drag queen and see the boys' eyes, like the sexual attraction and gay boys drop down, but then the straight boys love you? I know drag queens that because of the notoriety and, and the fame where like masks and like anonymous sex, you know what I mean? I know all kinds of crazy shit. And because I know it, I want to see of other people to talk about it, right? Like that's, I want to get like the, the inside of drag. Like what is it like to be, why does everyone got a breastplate? You know what I mean? How much does it cost for a breastplate? You know what I mean? Like what does it really cost to do really good drag? What's it like? How, how, how cutting are the real drag bitches? Like I hear, I have this one drag queen friend and that bitch is very like ayahuasca, you know what I mean? All about like the universe and chakras and she's trying to make it work. And so it's, it'll be interesting to see, she's a really good drag queen. It'll be interesting to see how she does in kind of a cutthroat when she gets to LA, New York, you know what I mean? Like any move to the big city. Um, I will say though for Drag Race that Drag Race runways are the new fashion runways you know what I mean like that's where I feel like I see new shit and I see shit that I want to emulate or shit that like is the wave of the future um, it's a little cost to me but, it, but like it's still to me it seems more to me more like cost to me couture and, and the future of fashion than anything that I see on the runways like fashion runways girl it's just literally like it's literally like the, the shit that you wear at the circuit party or the kiki or the shit that I see queers wear is what I see someone redo in the fashion runways and then try to make it look like it's new. Girl, please. Like, I just feel like, so that's one, that's, I love that about Drag Race. I also kind of want to see some drag kings, right? I want to see, like, more different types of drag. Like, why does, like, like it's an underground drag. Like, you know, like, not so much glam. I know that's hard, blah, blah, blah. Um, but one personal story I have about Drag Race is like, so I, I, get, I told you guys, I like, I'm a crossdresser. <laughs> um, and so people always like kind of say like, oh, Roman, you're so brave because you wear dresses and you, you know, skirts and blah, blah, blah. And I always say like, the, you get bravey from where you are, right? I've never really been harassed before it. And the reason, and I've gone to a lot of countries over the world, Brazil, you know what I mean? Mexico, um, um, London, you know, France, blah, blah, blah. And... I've never had an issue, and I and I always credit things like Drag Race, 
um, for putting kind of like men in dresses um, and making it like popular, making it known. Because I feel like people are no longer scared to see it or to the point where they get really angry um, because of, you know, they're, they're used to it. They may not agree. I get a lot of stares. People don't like it. They can suck my big black cock. <laughs> um, but I'm not getting harassed or beaten up. And it's also not only drag race, it's also the black, our black, um, our trans sisters and um, who literally have been living and dying, who are living and dying on the streets, who have like, you know what I mean, made it more palatable right i mean like they've been doing this for years they've been dying for years and so i thank them um because i feel like they are the reason that i can walk as openly as freely because they're through their blood sweat and tears and through you know what i mean things like drag race just kind of being everywhere and everyone seeing it and it's not being as like scary you may not like it but you're not scared of it you're not angry enough about it to go like beat up the like beautiful gay boy that you see walking down the streets <laughs> that's me um yeah that's it that was the end of my third episode. Hope you guys liked it. I like doing it. Um, and yeah, toodles, bitches. I'll see you next one.